see the script, but I've no doubt If it isn't up to par, they'll chuck it out Ooh, la, 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 la All my actor friends are cracking wise But I can see the envy in their eyes I never watched the DuckTales on TV, okay. but there was a VHS of the DuckTales movie mm. at Roger's video okay. that we rented over and over and over, and that's what I, I thought DuckTales was. Right, yeah. And so when I saw it on TV, my friend was like, no, it's a TV show, there's other episodes. And I was like, what? So I watched it, and I was like, this is great! And then I was so disappointed because the genie was nowhere to be found. There's no genie friend. What? What, what the hell is this? It's just Scrooge and the nephews. Doing stupid bullshit. No genie. No genie friend. Because he was the one-off yeah, for the movie. For the movie. So the magic lamp was the thing they were trying to find. They did They did uh, Arabian Nights. 1001 Arabian Nights. That they did. My dad had a, a whole bunch of old comic books. So I had some understanding of the Scrooge comics. Oh. But I never watched DuckTales. Mm. But the Nostalgia Critic... Who I sure watched a lot of. Oh, really? Did like a DuckTales episode. Oh, that's funny. And I started like, you know, when you want to be cool, like how cool uh-huh. Doug Walker, the nostalgic critic. You know how like, think of the top coolest guys. Oh, I can't think of anyone except Doug Walker, obviously. Doug Walker, yeah. uh, the angry video game nerd. Uh, John Tron. John Tron. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. He grew that goatee and then like the fashion world was not back. Everyone's mm-hmm. wearing that goatee now. That's right. Uh, everyone has a bird. Brad Pitt got a bird because of John Tron. Mm-hmm. Brad Bird got a bird because <laughs> of John Tron. <laughs> Making fun of video games and old TV shows. Old TV shows. Hey, nothing cooler. Yeah. So I started thinking it was a real cool thing to walk around singing the DuckTales song because... Hey, that's a song that gets stuck in your head, and yeah. you should know that that's funny because it's stuck in your head. And so okay, that's I see. that's uh, my relationship to Ducktales is read some of the comics when I was very very young, uh-huh. and then when I was a little older, watched watched the Nostalgia Critic. Nostalgia and Critic then... make very funny jokes. Oh yes, about Ducktales, and uh, yeah, and so I've never actually sat down and watched a second of Ducktales. Me neither. I don't think. Well, I must have seen if I was if I watched enough yeah, to I mean, be disappointed that yeah. there was no genie. So, yeah. um, I also watched. I don't know what it, it was like. The Disney Channel at the time that I was prime Disney Channel watching age just didn't have it at the time, mm-hmm. or it might have just been slightly too old for us. Yeah, I think it was because Darkwing Duck. I think was after. Yes, it. I watched Darkwing I watched the hell Duck. Out of Darkwing, Darkwing Duck. Duck was great. I don't know if they were ever concurrent, and yeah. the, it's double confusing because we only got some of the Disney Channel, because we were True. watching it on Canadian Yes, yeah. So we were watching the Family they, Channel, not they, the Disney Channel. We only get the trickle down of, of Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. Disney, and Nickelodeon. Yeah. And yeah, so there's some shows we just never got. Um, and maybe it's possible DuckTales was one of them. Uh, maybe. Shows I know that we got were Little Mermaid. Huh? Uh, Aladdin. Aladdin. Sure. Goof Troop. Goof Troop. Troop. Did we get Goof Troop? I've sure watched it. Okay. I remember watching a Goofy movie. Oh, yeah. And then, like... I never clued in that a Goofy movie was part of Goof Troop. It like, is so, a weird thing. They're so different in tone. They are I've so different. I considered it, like, the movie version. I don't get how that happened. I don't mm-hmm. understand, like, the transition from Goof Troop to Goofy movie. Mm-hmm. Where that came in. And it's like, 
college teenage age max is like kind of canon to the Mickey Mouse universe now. Yeah. Like he shows up in other Mickey Mouse properties. And it's like, when did this happen? When did the the like twelve year old Max become college age or teenage age Max and then that become like he's gonna start showing up in everything. His Mickey voice, Mouse related. His voice was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Who is? The kid from Home Improvement. Oh. JTT? JTT. He was kind of a heartthrob for half a second? Mm-hmm. Oh, now, it might have just been Now, your in time. Home Improvement, was he one of the kids in the theme song that did the video game thing? Probably. Okay. He was the middle child and the sassy one. He was oh. the sassy, funny one that, that yeah. made all the jokes. I watched a little bit of Home Improvement, mm. and mostly I mixed up uh, the the guy on Home Improvement who was like the handyman with who was the the guy on the commercials? Um, oh, I did the same thing. I like, thought they were Al, the same person. His buddy, Al, his and then, buddy, and then the guy that sells oxy yeah. cotton or whatever. <laughs> oxy cotton. I don't think it's oxy cotton. No, that is a <laughs> it's drug, the cleaning product that'll yeah. just get you fucked. Yeah, it's great. You'll feel so great while you're cleaning. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. whatever his name is. Billy Mays here. Billy Mays! That's the Yeah, one. Billy Mays. I thought Billy Mays and Al were the same person. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then I remember the intro a little bit. Uh-huh. And I remember people making fun of Wilson on various yes. television yep. shows that were making fun that of was Home Improvement. parody. Sure was parodying a lot. Yep. And as a kid, being very confused because it was one of those shows that sort of uses the personality of its host. It's like mm-hmm. a fictionalized version, but it's still them. And they share the same first name. Yes. And I'm like, is it them or not? Is this fiction or nonfiction? I can't handle this middle, gr- this meta middle ground. My young, my young, uh, uh, easily confused brain. Mm-hmm. So, I need things in easily slottable categories. Maybe it was like where do you childhood think the... OCD, but it drove me insane. Where do you think the Tim making noises came from? Uh? Yeah, what was that? Do you think Tim just would do that on set and that. it just like became a thing? Yeah, I think because I think it's supposed Maybe to be like a dumb, like act. a dumb gorilla sound, like because mm. that's like dumb men mm-hmm. don't understand things. Okay, we like what? Okay, feelings we don't understand. And I, I'm yeah. assuming I don't know. I think oh. that's the mm. evolution of it. Yes, and then it's just like, hey, I'll take out the garbage. Ooh, mm. what? Well, Al didn't do that. Tim did that, right? No, I'm just, right. I'm just using the word Al as, as a placeholder. Okay. So, so there like was... A, what you're telling me is like, there was a time in the 90s where every man was making these noises because they all loved home improvement. No, they weren't all making that same noise, but there was that same archetype of character. Oh. Dumb gorilla man oh. is what a husband is. Oh. Basically, barely human. Mm-hmm. And very put upon. Very put upon. Married with children, mm-hmm. man. I think that's why I said Al. Because yes. it was Al and his wife. Wife and yes. Katie Holmes. <laughs> yep, it was Katie Holmes. Lena, Lena, Lena Dunham. Tarangalila yeah. was the wife. Married with children. Mm-hmm. You heard it here, folks. So out of all of the uh, put-upon man live-action sitcoms, Mm-hmm. We're talking according to Jim. Oh, yes. We're talking home improvement. We're talking... Deborah. Uh, everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to count King of the Hill. 
Or Simpsons. No, not sorry, not King of the Hill. Uh, King of Queens, because no. he doesn't have kids. Oh, that's right. It's just not a, a dad. It's just hilarious that he's a fat man married to a hot wife. That's right, and her dad is there. And her dad his, is his there. His father-in-law. Yeah, he's a crazy old man. He, and and they don't get along so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the best one? Um, so we're not allowed to count King of Queens. No. I actually sometimes get some genuine enjoyment out of King of no. Queens. It King would be Queens? on some, like, the Jerry Stiller was just very good on yeah. it. Um, I would say Raymond, I, I quite enjoyed for a minute yes, there. Yes, the good, like, the good episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond, mm-hmm. the top of the top, are still watchable today. Yeah. Some of them are pretty good. He's, uh, he was very good in, um, what's the Kumail Nanjiani oh, movie? Oh, yeah. He was so funny in that. Surprisingly good in that. Big Sick. He mm-hmm. was so funny in that. We're going to go with Raymond. Now, second question. Did Raymond and King of Queens take place in the same universe? Did they have crossover characters? I know that Raymond showed up once on King of Queens. Really? But I didn't know whether As his it good was... buddy Raymond Barone? I mean, I don't know if he was Raymond Barone, but he was definitely named Raymond oh. and was on the show. And oh. I know King of Queens star guy, man... Elephant James. Elephant James. James Mann. James uh, Michael. Michael. Uh, Paul Blart... Paul Blart showed up on Raymond, but like, were they in the Kevin same? James. Kevin James. Were in the, the same universe? Who knows? Who knows? The Queensiverse. The Queensiverse. The yeah. Sitcomiverse. People talking like, oh man, Marvel's doing this thing where all the movies, it's so revolutionary. Oh, King of Queens did it first. They're just ripping off King of Queens. Yeah. They're just ripping up all those sitcoms. Yeah. And they'd have those big events that would happen <laughs> when all the characters would have to get together and defeat the evil that was yeah. the, You're uh, talking about the Earth. The That's So the Sweet Life of Hannah Montana. That's right. Yep. Where they all got together to fight Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or um what was the It was Hades, God of the Underworld, yeah. threatening the all life on Earth. What was the crossover of Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron called? <laughs> I, d- I didn't actually watch I didn't it. I know this existed. It's so weird because, Is like, it live action? No, it's oh. it's uh, both CG and uh, 2D animated. <laughs> oh, so what? Jimmy Neutron this just goes keeps getting to, better. Goes to the Fairly Odd Parents world, and he's now 2D animated, and then they oh. go to. Jimmy Neutron world and their CG. Like they, they actually cross dimensions. Yeah. So that's mm, you know that's, like that's it's, just a crossover episode. That's not yeah. a shared universe. That's true. That's true. Because in canon, they've actually gone out of their way to say this isn't a shared universe. Right. That's true. Yeah. It's not like when they just walk on. It's not a. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, not like, a, like their lives and, and happenings are happening concurrently, just yes. in different parts of the world. It's not like Cheers and Fraser. That are happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Fraser's just like. Bumbling around in the background. And sometimes he goes to the bar. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, hanging out with his brother Niles. Yep. I love that guy. Love that guy. Yep. For those who don't know, what is Fraser Crane's name? Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer apparently has a tattoo of his wife's name next to his dongus. So if he his ever penis? cheats on her. He'll, be like, he'll look down and think, oh, my wife, whom I love, oh, I... Is I, it on his wingus? I don't think it's on his wingus. I think it's next to his wingus. Oh, okay. I don't know whether it's left side or right side. I was just thinking, it hurt. 
yeah, that would hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, how romantic. How very romantic of uh, <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> one of... a stand-up guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Hey man, if you really want to impress your lady, uh, get get her name tattooed next to your wingus so uh-huh. to prove that you'll never cheat on her. Yeah, to prove that you'll always be tempted to cheat on her and uh, uh, need some outside source to remind you not to. Welcome to Fan Fiction Writer's Room. I'm your editing manager, Spencer Suarez. And I'm your managing editor, Liz Cernick. Here on Fan Fiction Writer's Room, we take characters submitted by you, the listener. And weave them into a masterpiece in the way all great stories were meant to be told. By amateurs on the internet. If you'd like to suggest fictional characters for us, submit your characters to ffwrshow at gmail.com. We love sitcoms. We love sitcoms. And, actually I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to think like... Don't know why, I just lied. Oh, oh you're such a... You can't trust Liz, I tell you what. Mm-hmm. Uh, my partner, when we first started dating... They went on to my Netflix and started watching that 70s show because it was, like, comfort food for them. Yeah. And it was, like, I was watching it, like, this show is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) I, it's just so, I'm trying to even think what my point is. My point is, sitcoms are such a bizarre fiction yeah. The three walls, the performing to, at the audience uh-huh. that may or may not actually exist. The, especially that 70s show, which has like, you know, they do the, the cut-in where they're all sitting around the table. So that isn't in front of the audience. Right. Uh, it's just, it's very strange the reality that they're crafting in a in a three-wall sitcom. It is a weird, a weird, um... N- in between stage between live action sitcom like live as in actually performed live mm-hmm. because that was all that they could do with the technology yeah and when that no longer was the case they could actually record it and play it later the a bunch of the the same conventions just carried over mm-hmm. even though they weren't necessary the laugh the very idea of a laugh track yeah to fool people into thinking that it's still in front of a live audience, as though being in front of a live audience was part of the experience, mm-hmm. even though it was just coincidental to being part of the experience. Well, there is something to say about, like, a performer performing for the audience. Like, uh, what's the the Honeymooners? They say that the guy, uh-huh. who was the guy on the Honeymooners, yeah. he wouldn't really read the scripts, yeah. and he would just show up and he would be funny but they and were, make the audience laugh. Yeah, exactly. But that was a different thing entirely. Because oh, they couldn't sure. do takes. They no, had to yeah. be live performers. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of the fact that sometimes they would screw up was part of the comedy. But, now, but then we have sitcoms in the 80s and 90s that are just recorded, but yeah. yet they're still in front of a live audience. But sometimes they're not even in front of no. a live audience, but they're still pretending to be in front of a live audience because that's, like, what a TV show is. Even though, like, why is that what you think a TV show has to be? And that was just limitations of the time. Even shows that are filmed in front of a live audience, the audience isn't... It's not like Saturday Night Live or, or like, Jimmy Fallon or something yeah. where jokes can bomb. Yeah. Like... At some point, the audience is not going to think something's funny and not get it. Like, you can't actually bomb. Like, the Big Bang Theory never 
misses a joke. Mm-hmm. They're never the audience is like, uh, eh, I didn't really like that Green Lantern reference. That one really didn't hit me right. Like the audience is performing as much as the performers. Yeah, They're exactly. all in on it. And it's weird how long that carried over mm-hmm. when it was no longer necessary. Yes. Because uh, it makes sense for, like, if a sitcom was filmed like a Saturday Night Live where the audience knows that they cannot laugh well, at things. if it actually was live. Yeah, if it was thing. live. Yeah. But, but also then it would be just, a different like, thing entirely. But, like, uh, like, talk shows aren't filmed live. Like, Conan and Jimmy Kimmel, they're not filmed live. I mean, they're filmed live, but they're not played live. Right. But jokes can bomb. Mm-hmm. Things cannot be funny. Yeah. And it's like, there isn't that element to any sitcom currently airing. Like, it would be neat if a joke could not work on a sitcom. But then it, it's a different thing. It is a different exactly. thing. Like, it's, it's, a sta- it's a stage show, basically. Okay. It's a recorded stage show. Yes. But that yeah. is what they're attempting to el- emulate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, yeah. It's weird. It is Why? weird. Why? Um, but hey, I mean, I don't have five Maseratis, like the guy who who made the Big Bang Theory, so... So you, what do you even know? Yeah, what do we know? That guy's probably, he's probably got... He's laughing. He's laughing all the way to the gold mine. (laughs) That's what the saying is. Laughing all the way to the gold mine. Yep. In his three Maseratis. He drives at the same time. They're all, they're attached. In a row. (laughs) Yeah, in a, con- a single man convoy. He's uh, welded them together. Uh-huh. And yes. Maserati limo. Yes. I was thinking horizontally, but you're thinking vertically. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. One after another. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes more sense. Yep. Or a big would... wide car. Thing. Maybe like a, maybe like a, a square. Style maybe thing. it's, it's not three, it's nine. On top of each other. Oh no, I'm thinking nine like it's a square. So it goes one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, it's, so three on top and three to oh, the side, three squares. Oh, so you're thinking a cube. Yes. Okay, I like that. That's what a square is. A, a square is a cube. A square is a cube. Okay. If we're starting with a car, a car isn't two-dimensional. Spencer. Okay. Sorry. Would you like to write some fan fiction? I think we got a little sidetracked <laughs> with the mechanisms of driving multiple <laughs> cars at the same time. Yeah. I just think it could be done, and we should try it sometimes. Okay. And I don't know why the world is so scared of innovation. <laughs> we need more cars with less people in them. Yes. More miles per gallon. Yes. With less... I uh, think this is going to save the world. I think... It's what we've all been waiting for. Yeah. What we all need. We're going to, you know... Revolutionize transport. As soon as this nine-squared, three-squared car gets created... Yeah. People are going to be fed, clothed, housed, happy. It's going to change the world. Healthy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And everyone's going to be driving around and they're... Because they're also happy because yeah. their car is so cool. Yes. Like that's the measure of how happy you are. Yes. The cooler car you drive, the better your life is. Exactly. So if we want to really make everyone's lives better, mm-hmm. they just need cooler cars to drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's beside the point. So our characters this week, the one I'm interested in the most right now is Hexus, oh, yeah. who is the bad guy from Fern Gully, sent, you, sent in by Gil. Thank you, Gil. Have you watched Fern Gully recently? Not recently. It's very good. Yes. It's both very good and very bad. I imagine so, right? Like, t- tell me about Fern Gully. 
Ferngully, it, I don't think it's Don Bluth, but it's one of those Disney, but not Disney yeah. movies. Uh, it's like... Trying to emulate Disney bullshit. as close as yeah. possible without being Disney. Um, And it has a strong environmental message. Mm-hmm. And there are some fairies that live in a rainforest. Mm-hmm. And humans are cutting down the trees mm-hmm. in the rainforest. And the fairies don't like that very much. No, no, no. And... Somehow fairy magic turns one of the loggers, shrinks him down. Fairy's eyes? Right, yes. And the fairy teaches him to appreciate nature? A tale as old as time. That's right. Uh, But the other loggers accidentally chop down a tree that has evil inside it, where the fairies had kept to this evil. And the evil looks like oil. It's an oil monster. Okay. Hexus. Hexus. Um... Voiced by Tim Curry. The the very great Tim Curry. Yes. The man himself. And it's just, it's really weird. It's one of those, like, what did I just watch? And what is happening now? It's very, like, straight ahead, making it up as they go along. I watched the... Oh, also, Robin Williams is a bat that yes. has electronics put in his head oh, by, yeah. by a lab that makes him able to hear radio waves. It's like... He was tagged and then released back into the wild, and now he's, like, able to hear radio waves, and it makes him crazy. His name's Batty, because he's Batty. And uh, he has a song that's really off the wall. I think he, like, sings the only songs. Maybe Hexus has a song as well. It's, it's really weird. Hexus does have a song. That During my research, I watched the song. It's, like, uh, it's a very... Villain song. It's uh-huh. very. Uh, you could uh, see talk singing. I imagine a lot of. It's it's called toxic love. Oh. It's very like um, you could see a David Bowie or mm-hmm. Queen influence. It's very uh, what do you call it? Um, theatrical. Theatrical. Burlesque. Abyss, yes, it's very perhaps. burlesque. Mm-hmm. It's very much meant to make your father uncomfortable. <laughs> As all great cartoons do. Yes, as all great cartoon villains do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to write a Hexus story, a Hexus fiction. All right, all right. So, Hexus, the sexy slime monster. Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but I think sexy slime monsters are in right now. Yes. And the women who love them. Mm-hmm. That is Tales of the Last Time. Mm-hmm. So, perhaps... Do we want to write a Beauty and the Beast story? So. All right. I mean, we could bring in another character. Mm-hmm. Do, should we do that? We could bring in Mickey from Devilman Crybaby, sent in by Ben, who is the love interest in Devilman Crybaby. She's the main character. The the main female character. The main female character that he like lives with briefly. Yeah, that he lives with, and like they are totally in love with each other, but don't really. Yeah. Nothing ever really happens, and yeah, and. So there was another character named Miki, right? But they called her Mika. Yeah, it like, it's you a get weird. Mickey and I get Mika. It's a weird thing where there's another Mickey that's jealous of her. Mm-hmm. It's it's the one who's half white that oh, everyone okay. uh, hates and is very good at running and never becomes a demon like the other Mickey becomes a demon. Right? I think. Yeah. No, she did. She yeah. Did. And then she protected. Yeah, and they Mickey. fall in love, sort of, sort yeah, of they briefly. They appreciate each other. Yeah, they. It's that thing where it's respect. like. They probably would be in love if the censors were cool with that. Or if just, like, the monstrous circumstances. Yeah, that's allowed. true. 
I guess they were running from hate mobs mm-hmm. at the time, so it's hard to like fall in love at that point. So and also, Nikki had a love in Devil Man. That's true. Sort of. Sort of. It was like they were Good kind series. of. I need to rewatch it because yeah. I don't remember much. Mm-hmm. I binged it too quickly. I also I binged it all in like two days and yeah, but uh, uh, if you haven't watched Devil Man Crybaby, please do. Just watch any of. Oh, I can never remember his name. Yuasa. Yeah. Masaki Yuasa. Masaki Yuasa's like Yuasa films Masaki, yeah. or television shows. They're mm-hmm. all fantastic. Love we, it. We watched Walk On Girl. Walk The, the night, night is, is Young. The Night is Short. The Night is Short. Walk, Walk On, on Girl. girl. Yeah. Uh, a couple it's weeks different. ago, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Lou Over the Wall. Lou Over the Wall is so good. good. Mind Game. Mind Game is great. A lot. Ping Pong, the animation. Oh, I have yet to see that one. I'm sure it's also a very good. I haven't finished it yet, but the I watched the first like three episodes, and I was like, "This is great," but I'm definitely losing track of what's happening. I need to watch it the <laughs> dub because oh, I am right. yeah not smart enough to keep up with everything mm-hmm. in in Japanese. Unfortunately, where is Hexus? Hexus is perhaps trapped. In a tree, like okay. in Fern Gully, or is he trapped in a car? Oh, topical because he's made out of oil. Okay, so he is someone has built a supercar, a supercar, several cars on top of each other. Yes, and they accidentally to power this supercar, they need to make a, a concentrated oil. That's even mm. deadlier for the environment. Mm. And they accidentally create Hexus in a right. lab. Okay. And they're trying not to let their investors know that the they oil that powers their car evil. is an evil <laughs> sentient demon. Okay. We open up on this lab mm. and they they are like, oh, we're going to make the world happy. Everything's going to be great. We're making this supercar. Yeah. And then there's like the, the responsible lab technician mm-hmm. and he's like, looking at the numbers, and he's like, uh, I think we're gonna have to use some terribly horrible for the environment oils if we make this car. Yeah. Do you be, like, the CEO, the, like, jerk? Oh, that's right. Actually, can we take a break? Yeah. Before we really get into it? Let's take a break. Drink too much water. Okay. Let's catch you in a minute on Fan Fiction Writer's Room. I'm the great Harry Hope I'm like a lycanthrope. I found a hair in my soap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back. This is a new segment we're going to try mm-hmm. called Diving Into the Lore. Oh, that's right. Diving Into the Lore. So here diving I am. Diving Into the Deep End. Here I am on Wikipedia. Oh, boy. And we're going to read some. Now, I'm gonna... wait. Rank the Pedias. Um. Wiki, Bulba, Wiki, <laughs> and who? Doctor Who. I'm who? sure there's a. Yeah, thing. I'm sure there is. I'm gonna say that. Maybe there's a super Hulock, Pedia. <laughs> Maybe it's just the phone version of Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. But I thought Wikipedia was prettier than this. This is just a Wikia. I thought there was like an actually like well designed Wikipedia. So I'm gonna say Bulbapedia because it's like pretty and does it look pretty on a phone as well? Maybe I'm gonna check right now because that looks pretty normal to me. Okay, as a, as a wiki. Yeah, I mean it looks like a wiki, but I could have sworn that they had like isn't a Wikipedia just a wiki? Oh, it See, looks like, fancy. Yeah, they they've made it so it looks like it's within the the uh, Pokemon universe a little bit. 
So Bulba ahead of Wookiee, but Wookiepedia is still pretty good. So okay. I am on the Wookiepedia article for Iridonia. So that's a planet. Mm-hmm. It's located in the galaxy's mid-rim. Oh, the mid-rim. In okay. grid square J7 on the standard galactic grid. Oh my god, grid square J7 on the standard galactic grid? I'm so glad that these facts are known and uh, look upable. Yes. However, would I immerse myself in this magical, fantastical world if I didn't know it was in grid J7? It was the homeworld of the near-human Zabrak species. Zabrax? So Zabrax are Darth Maul species. The horn guys? The horn guys. But they don't have tattoos. That was tattoos that it was on him, right? I, I thought their skin was, like, all wacky. There, there's... Okay, this is what a Zabrak looks like. So he... Oh, they've got more human skin. They're, like... They're they're very uh, pale. But all of the, all of the like, black... Uh, designs that were all over him. Those were tattoos. Yes, I believe so. Now that's boring. Boring, yeah. Zabrax hail from Iridonia. Okay, so the Zabrax that hail from Iridonia are known as Iridonian Zabrax. Okay. So if, like, you were a human born on Iridonia, you would be an Iridonian human. Oh my god. Or if you were a Zabrak born on Earth, you would be an Earthen Zabrak, I suppose. That sounds right. Terran uh, Zabrak, probably. Okay, so Iridonia was the homeworld of the Zabrak bounty hunter Sugi. Nice. And her niece, Jazz Amari. Jazz? Um, first name Jazz, last name Amari? Yes. Who considered the planet to be brutal and unforgiving. Oh my god. Now, what was the terrain like? Because as far as I can tell, Star Wars planets only have one climate per yes, that's atmosphere. True. Yes, um, this was the Leaf Planet. Let's see. If it's brutal, appearances. The desert planet. All it seems to the say. The Hurricane Planet. All it seems to say is that it was brutal and unforgiving. Doesn't hmm. describe the climate so much. Maybe right. it's possible that it never. Let's see sources, notes, and references. I don't see any pictures. Uh, so, unfortunately, I can't describe the singular climate that it has. Mm. Obi-Wan Kenobi mistakenly believed the Darmothian Zabrak Darth Maul was born in Iridonia. So, the one Zabrak, the famous Zabrak, is an Iridonian. He is not. He's not. He is actually from Dathmorian. So. Dathmoria, I assume. So he, so Zabrax hail from here, but he, it's like, uh, he is, he is a, um, Polish Canadian. So basically. He's not from Poland. Okay. So basically what happened is at one point, Obi-Wan Kenobi in the movies or maybe in the books said the phrase Darth Maulian, Darth. Iridonian? No. Zabrak? What did he, what did he say? He mistakenly called. He mistakenly believed. That Darth Maul, mm-hmm. who is a Zabrak, right. was from Iridonia, because that's where Zabraks hail from. Okay, so However, what happened- he is actually from Darth Monia. Darth... <laughs> Dath... Dathomiria. Dathomiria? Dathomiria. Let me see this word. Dathomiria. Oh, okay. Dathomiria. It's not Darthomiria. Now, so what happened is, the character said the phrase Iridonia uh-huh. to describe Darth Maul. Uh-huh. 
and a different writer took it upon themselves yes. to retcon that. Yes. And when fans pushed up their glasses and said, mm, actually, Obi-Wan Kenobi used the phrase Iridonian Zabrak to describe Darth Maul. Mm, and, that's interesting. And someone later said, he's from the planet Dathomirian, because they didn't realize that the word Iridonian had been used at one point. Yeah. And then someone else said, oh, he was mistaken. He, he just, he was wrong. He was Wait mistaken. a minute. Obi-Wan Kenobi mistakenly believed... And then they sighed deeply and... Darth Maul was whiskey. born on Iridonia when in fact he was born on the planet Dathmormer. Dathmiria. Home to a tribal group of male Zabrax known as Night Brothers. Okay, so The Night Brothers? Yeah, I guess that he's a Night Brother. Oh, great. Darth Maul's it. a Night Brother. Uh, is that why he has these cool tattoos? Are those the Night Brother tattoos? Maybe. Let's, I'm going to click Night Brothers. We're going to find out what Night Brothers are. Yes, it looks like it. These are Night Brothers. They all have the cool oh, tattoos. Oh my god, I love it. We're gonna. Go, I'm gonna go straight to, um, or a tribal group of Dathmorian Zabrak males <laughs> who lived in a village on the far side of the planet Dathmolmer. Uh, they lived in subver- subservice to the Dathmorian Night Sisters, the infamous Darth Maul, apprentice to the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Sidious, was born a Night Brother. Was Darth Sidious? That old guy, Senator Garshkin? Yeah. yeah, he was. No, he's not Palpatine. No, not Palpatine. The he, tall, skinny one. He's yeah. He is Count Dooku. Dooku. No, wait. Darth Sidious is Palpatine. No. I'm confused. Where's Darth Sidious? Darth Sidious. Yes, Darth Sidious is Palpatine. Oh, so who's Dooku? Dooku was the what's his the Darth vampire name? guy. Uh, I think Count Dooku. This is. Darth is his Sith name. I don't think he oh. is a Darth. Oh. It's like, you know, you can be a captain, you can be a lieutenant. He's, um, a... he's played by the guy from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Sa- Saruman? Saruman. That's... He's played by the character, the wizard Saruman. Yes. He's played by the character Dracula from yes. the film Dracula. I agree. So Hello, that... it is me, and I am, I'm not that other actor, I'm this actor. Wizard. <laughs> Very gaunt. Kind of scary. Fuck. What's my name? You'll never know. He was in all those vampire movies. He's in every movie. He's in every movie. Look in the background of all your favorite movies. Mama Mia 2, he's in it. Dracula. Hiding. Yeah, he's, he's there. If you don't see him, he's actually behind the couch. Mm-hmm. The whole time. Yeah. That's how you know all movies are in the same universe. Yes. Because Dracula connects them all. Mm-hmm. The hidden oh. Dracula. So that was diving into the lore. That was kind of fun. I feel like it can be refined. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it was more of a known character, it might be more fun. Like diving into the the EU oh. history of like Chewie. Right. Okay. Because there's probably just a shit ton of stuff that makes no sense that also sure. is part yeah, of Chewie. Yeah, going backstory. like directly into like this is everything we know about Chewbacca mm-hmm. according like, to the yeah, yeah like maybe I, if it I had agree. been specific to Darth Maul, okay. it might have even been better. Next time we'll try that. I think that'll be more fun. Yeah, but I like it a lot. Yes. We open at a lab, and they are making the Alta car, the cube car. What are we calling the car? So, okay, it's the ultimate Maserati. The ultimate Maserati. Which, the Maserultimate. The Maserultimate. They're making the Maserultimate. Six across, no, three across, three above. Mm Mm-hmm. Nine squared. Mm Mm-hmm. Three cars cubed. Making nine cars in all, in total. Mm-hmm. 
And there's it's like a, a bunk bed of cars. There is the the horribly capitalist CEO, mm-hmm. and then the put upon uh, nervous scientist, right? Who is building the car? Mm-hmm. The yes. Um, so the CEO chomping on his cigar, yeah. walks into the lab and goes, "How's my car doing?" Oh, it's uh, uh sir, Mister. Paul Paul Poor Paul Poor You don't know my name. <laughs> my name's on the side of the building, Mister Papa Poor. Mister Papa Poor, call me Papa Rich. Mister Papa Rich, Papa Roach. Mister Papa Roach. No, we already used. Papa yeah, we, we've done Papa Roach before. All right, so I'm Mister Papa Poor. Mister Papa Poor, the uh, I'm afraid these numbers they're if they're pure evil. If we keep, if we make this card, the only way to fuel that's it right. would be evil. You think that stopped me before? You think I made the orphan muncher because <laughs> of my my morals? You think that stopped me? How evil we talking? We talking devil's advocate evil? No. We talking like Disney's Hercules Hades evil? Like fun evil, but like closer. We're talking like definitely gonna sing a villain song. Oh, and so like, like wacky villain evil. Yeah, wacky villain evil. How uncomfortable is it gonna make a kid's father? <laughs> very, very oh, uncomfortable. Oh, jeez, oh. This does give me pause. All right, all right. Let me have a look at these numbers. All right, 666 miles of a gallon. <laughs> yeah. 69 square feet. Nice. Uh, 420... <laughs> Seven, 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 three, four. Yeah. Uh, uh, horsepower. Horsepower. And some other, how many tires are we talking? Ooh, that's a lot more tires than I was expecting. Yeah, the tires, I think the tires are helping. Do we need, we need all those tires folded up into the back seat? Yeah, it's, what if if one tire pops, you're gonna need. That's right. The number 24, like a Jim Carrey movie. Was that the number 24? It was the number, number 27? 23? 23? The evilest of the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll take this up with the investors. I'll get them on my cell phone. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Hey, listen. Uh, we're, we're working on this car. Yes. Mr. Investor. <laughs> that is me. The Investor. Now, we knew this car was going to be, like, run on evil, but it's looking like it's, like, it's burlesque evil. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. We've poured too much money into this car to turn it off now. You power up that car, no matter if it's burlesque evil or, or... Voiced by a celebrity evil? Voiced by a celebrity evil. Oh, my God. Or, um... No, nose evil. I don't care. Oh, that's right. Flat-faced evil. Flat-faced evil. Snake playing evil. On, playing on tropes that, that uh, uh, like, uh, insidiously use fear of gay people, kind yes. of things. Like, LGBT coded. Yes. I don't care. You're going to turn that car on, and we're going to sell a billion of them. I mean, that's a given. That's a given. So, it's a go? It's, it's a go. go. It, hey, that sounds great with me. What would they say? It's a go. Green light. Okay. Green light that ahead. I'm turning it on. Look at that switch. Oh, yeah. And so they flick the switch. 
and sparks fly. Oh, my God. And oil goes throughout the machine. So and there's a large vat. Yes. Full of oil. Yes. And it's now pumping into the car? Yes. Okay. And, like, lightning strikes Ooh, it. Freaky. That's how they power it. That's, you have oh, to we gotta it. open up, open up the, yeah. the roof and wait for the lightning storm. That's to, the only uh, way to, to power the, the mm. Maza Ultimate. Now, I'm just a fancy rich CEO. I ain't no smarty scientist, man. Now, but did it need to be sentient? Uh, yeah. I mean... It doesn't work if there's not sentient? Think about phones, okay? You got oh, your Siri. I'm always thinking about phones. You got your Siri. You got your Cortana. Mm-hmm. You got your OK Google. Yeah. Everything's got to be sentient nowadays. Mm. Sentient car. I tell you what, we're going to make a million dollars. Well, maybe even a billion. I don't know how much money corporations are <laughs> so big. A trillion? <laughs> so much money, you can't even count it. It doesn't even, it's not a number anymore. And so the lightning strikes the car, mm-hmm. and the, the oils boil, and Hexus emerges from all... Dear God. All three times three, nine, nine uh, uh, pipes. Uh-huh. Oh, tailpipes. Tail tailpipes. So exactly. Tailpipes. And Hexus emerges and goes, <laughs> My God. It's me, Hexus. He's so charismatic. Yes. And yet so sexual. I, I feel really mixed. I'm very scared, but also very turned on. So slimy. Ooh, and just to set the mood, I am going to kill everyone in this room. What? You didn't say that was going to be part of life? Uh, oh, God. Oh, there's oil going in my nose. Oh, it's choking me. Oh, I'm dead. And so all of the lab assistants who we didn't mention. Yep. And the, the entire room full of like 30 people yeah. working on the car. All the interns, the, the mm-hmm. grabbing coffee, they all die. Yep. And Hexus escapes into the... Now, is Hexus inside the car and the the mega the Maseraltimate drives away? Yes. Maybe Hexus gets inside. No, okay, so part of Hexus is fueling the car. Yeah. And then the, the, the anthropomorphic version of himself gets in the car and yeah. drives it down mm-hmm. the road. Okay. Where it's parked in a abandoned lot. Okay. And... Miki comes across it while okay. scrapping for her daddy. I guess. Yeah, she's she's a scrapper. She. Have you seen the new Bumblebee trailer? I've not. Oh, you should watch it. It heavily implies that she's gonna fuck that car. Oh. <laughs> and I, if I, if she doesn't fuck that car, I'm gonna be so disappointed. You know what? She loves the car, but I think she loves it like a dog rather yeah. than like a. But it, she so loves it. We have been missing. Transformer sexuality. If Michael Bay treats the Transformers like they're a dog. Like they're cartoon dogs, even. I want someone to want to fuck a car. I want to fuck a car. And if it takes... What's his name? The guy who directed the, the samurai movie. Kubo. Travis Knight. Yeah, Travis Knight. If it takes Travis Knight to to make a movie where where uh, the the girl from... The cowboy movie fucks a car. Hey, pew, pew, pew. I'm down. What cowboy movie is that? Pew, pew, pew. Oh, that true one. Grit. True grit. She's true grit. She's true That's grit. That's who she is. Yeah. True grit's gonna fuck Bumblebee. True grit's gonna fuck Bumblebee. If true grit doesn't fuck Bumblebee, I want my money back. 
Yeah. I'm demanding it. I agree. Okay, so, Hexus in the Mazer Ultimate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is Breaks Down. Okay. And Miki. 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 Sees this beautiful car mm-hmm. in an abandoned lot and she says, oh, I can feel, I can feel you. I can feel your spirit. Mm-hmm. And I know that you need my help. I'm a, in, I'm a mechanic now. Because <laughs> my daddy gets me to go work into, on cars. Work on cars. Hexus is broke. I mean, the car is broken down. The Mazda Ultimate has broken down. Mm-hmm. And with that, Hexus kind of uh, goes. Hexus has trouble keeping himself together when the, the car isn't all together. Mm-hmm. So she brings the car into the garage. Right. And is her good buddy, Devilmine Crybaby, there? No. What's his name? It is Akira. Akira Akira. Akira Fugo. Um, He's not there? No. I think it's just a Mickey story. Like, I don't think. Okay. uh, Yeah. We're just going to use Mickey because, of course, the. Mickey. 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 Because, of course, the Beauty and the Beast story is there with Akira mm-hmm. and Mickey, Mickey, Mickey already. Mm-hmm. Why would we introduce another demon when she's already got right. a demon boyfriend? You could just kill Akira before you even become Devil on Tai, baby. Hmm, maybe. Do you want to do that? I was just, I was just going to give you somewhere to be while she's working well, on the car. I mean, You're going to be Hexus. I'll be Hexus in a minute. Hexus is going to come back. All right. Here I am. Yeah. In my garage. Mm-hmm. Just working on this car. Gosh, I just love cars so much. Some people say I love them too much. But I say everything has a spirit <laughs> and you can feel it no matter how ugly. Real beauty's on the inside. I just like talking to myself but musing on the nature of beauty and internal worth and the value of a life. My child. Jesus Christ! Where'd that voice come from? And Hexus swells out of the the tailpipes of the car. And she throws a wrench at him. God damn! Goes right through. Well, it like doesn't go right through. He's not gas. Right, but he's. He's oil, so it like. It doesn't hurt him. It just blops in. It blops in and kind of like slides down. A demon! It is I, Hexus. You, child, you have the the heart of of someone wonderful. Oh, you're just wonderful. I just want you to know that. Oh, stop! You're uh, very scary looking. Yes. Am I making your father uncomfortable, darling? I mean, he's not here right now, but probably. He I just feel... feels it in his chest. I feel like you're influencing my voice a little bit. <laughs> You're just so charismatic, I can't yes, help it. I'm very charismatic. <laughs> now, thank you for fixing the Mazo Ultimate. I was going to destroy your little plunk town. Not my plunk town. That's where my family lives. I know, but I am evil. But I believe that all lives have value. And I do appreciate that, darling. Trust me. That really warms my heart. Maybe you could not destroy my town? Unfortunately, there's only so many things I can do as an evil car creature. Mm. So I'm going to go now. Wait, how are you going to drive yourself? 
Oh, I, I can drive me. What? I'm... What if I take out your keys? Ha ha! No, you can't go anywhere! No. Give those back, darling. No. Hey! Ha ha! Give those. Ooh. Hey, what are you. I'll give them back if you spend a weekend with me. This is like a reverse Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Like the Beast is trapped with Beauty. Okay. And she mm-hmm. won't let him go. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like it. Alright. So, what does, what do they do for their, like, first hangout sesh? Well, they go for a fun drive in the country. Okay. In the country. I don't know why I said that In the country. And they visit, oh, maybe they visit a rainforest? Mm. And he wants to destroy all the trees because well, he hates beauty and life. No, what happened? Okay, so, Miki mm-hmm. show. Shows him the trees. It's like trying to, to prove the beauty of the universe. That's right. Here's some trees. Look how beautiful they are. Ah, well, I see that they are quite beautiful. And Hexus touches a tree and it immediately oh, no. uh, decays and, and disintegrates. Oh, ooh. Hmm. Oh, no. I didn't mean to do that, I swear. Um, it's just made... I'm made of a very dangerous particles, you see. <laughs> Are you able to leave the car? Uh, Come walk with me along this path. Because there's not room for the car. To yes. So so Hexus leaves the car and the two of them... And maybe she holds his hand. Oh. Because he's scared. I believe you can leave the car. And Hexus manages to control himself enough to not do the same to make Miki that he did to the tree. Oh. He... he <gasps> Uh, finds the the beauty within himself to not harm her. Uh-huh. And so they wander through the forest. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they see some fairies. They see some fairies. Beautiful. They see some deer. They come across an opening and they lie down and they look up at the stars. Oh, have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue horn moon? Uh uh what are you what are you doing? It's it's a Disney song. Don't you love singing Disney songs? You sing you strike me as someone that likes to sing. I do love a good song, but Have you ever watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show? That's my favorite movie. You know, I've always felt a certain connection with, uh, with, the Dr. Franken? With Dr. Frankenfurt. Frankenfurt? I've always felt a connection with him. That's something I don't quite, I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's something there. Um, Would you like to sing a song with me? Okay. You begin. (gasps) All right. (laughs) I'll, I'll sing the song that we all know, and it goes... F is for friends who do things together. together. U is for you and me. N is for anywhere and anytime at all. Then here in the deep blue sea. And then we're fr- and there's a montage of us singing the song together. And they become friends. Oh God. And then she, a butterfly, flies by mm-hmm. and lands on her finger, and she says, "Hex is here, but he's scared. He's going to kill it." No, I believe in you. Okay. Control yourself. <gasps> And it alights on his oily finger, but it doesn't die. It doesn't die, and it's so wonderful. And it flies away into the sky. It flies away 
and wow. Mickey. So, so oil is beautiful after all. She turns to him, and he turns to her, and they look deep into each other's eyes. And do they kiss? They kiss. And she gets, like, and he oil just gets, all over it's her. so sloppy. Oh, my God. It's very hot, but very gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and because this is a fan fiction, yes. they make love under the oh the moonlight. The freakiest. Yeah. The freakiest. The freakiest love. And we will not describe the love, but, like, trust me, <laughs> it is freaky. It is deaky. It is very sexy. sexy. Mm-hmm. And she learns that? Oil that powers cars is beautiful. It's so beautiful. She goes to show her friends. She's like going to introduce her friends to her new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. New lover. You love her, yeah. Monster boyfriend. I feel like he doesn't have gender, or he's not a boyfriend. Her, her lover. Her lover. He's yes. yes. Her monster love. Her monster love. But a scientist and a CEO survive <gasps> the attack, and okay. they. So, no, we can't let this evil upon the world. We gotta kill it. We cut to, like, the scientist and the uh, CEO waking up, and the building is destroyed and on fire, and they they get up, and they're like... (gasps) My intestines! Let me just plop that back in there. Okay, there we go. He sews himself up. (gasps) Is is anybody alive? I am CEO Popapor. That's right, my name, CEO Popapor. And it's you. Mr. Science Man? Yep. The two people that were talking earlier were the only ones alive. Oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> we have what to... Was, what was your name? Uh, uh, Dingle. Dr. Vegeta. <laughs> no Dr. relation. Vegeta. No relation. Okay, Dr. Vegeta. No relation. No relation. Dr. Was Vegeta. Was it Dr. Dingle? Did you... no, no relation, Dingle. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. If the monster did this to us... It's going to destroy the world. We have to stop it. No amount of money is worth destroying the world. I mean, a lot of like trillions. Get a hold of yourself. Oh, that's right. What will your money be worth if the world is destroyed? Oh, you're right. I can only buy so many golden hot tubs if the world exists. So they go off to the nearby town to to find and Maybe there was like an oil trail. Yes. That they followed. Perfect. Yeah, with their hound dogs sneaking away. It's the prom. Okay. And Mickey... Plunktown prom. Plunktown prom. Mm-hmm. And all of Mickey's girlfriends are there, and they're, like, talking. They're like, oh, my God, who do you think she's going to bring? Uh, Probably Akira. He's, like, so cute. He's so cute. And have you noticed how, like, weird and muscly he is nowadays? Yeah, he's, he's like, always playing muscle. porn all the time. Yeah. Very it's hot. super hot, like... No. And he runs. He runs like an animal. It's kind of freaky. I wish more it. boys at school would just go into rooms and play pornography. It's like the hottest thing. That's right. Oh my god. And so. Oh my god. Oh my. Here she is. Here she is. Here, here she, she comes. Is. Okay. Are you ready, Hexus? <laughs> is he wearing a bow tie? He's definitely wearing a bow tie. Okay. I was gonna now, say. Now is he in like an anthropomorphic shape, like humanoid oil shape, yes. or just a mask? He is in a humanoid oil shape. He he has created like oil feet. Oh, okay. And oil arms, and he's got his oil head with his big beautiful lips, and mm-hmm. he's it's like doesn't quite work. It doesn't keep its its, uh, <laughs> it's shape while it while he and moving. moves. Yeah. But while he's standing still, it's very convincing. Oh, okay. Straighten your bow tie there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you look great. <sighs> okay. 
Here we go. Okay. And they... Open the door? Open the door. And Katy Perry's playing. Oh, and my God. It, you know, the prom's bumping. And, uh-huh. And... And everyone's whispering, oh, my God, who, who is that mysterious stranger that she's with? It's, it's like I can't focus on him. <laughs> He's so gloopy and moving. And the two of them go onto the dance floor, and they dance, and mm-hmm. the gloop moves very uh, oh, yeah. flowingly, uh-huh. and it's it's wonderful. <gasps> Time to name our prom king and queen. Who's it gonna be? I... Oh no! Did some mean girls set up a prank? Yes. They, they were gonna name Miki the prom queen mm-hmm. and her beau, mm-hmm. who was going by the name Helen of Troy. Helen of Troy, yes. <laughs> hey, he, 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 Hexis, Hex, Hexor, Hector, he, Hector, Hector Usis. Hector Usis. The two of them get nominated. They're on stage. And they're on stage. And the nominees for Prom King and Queen are Jordan Rontombly. What does Jordan Rontombly sound like? <laughs> and all the girls are like, oh my god, he's so cute. Yeah, it's me. I'm so cute. I voted for Jordan. I'm gonna win for sure. Or Sid Ringlo. It's me. <laughs> oh my god, they nominated me. I'm so excited. Or I never win anything. Alright, just do it. Now, your third and final write-in nominee was Hector Assis. The new student from two days ago. Oh, me. Hector and Mickey. And the winner is Hector Russus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He is the plunk down king. He's the king of the prom. Let's put this crown on his head. Oh, no, it fell through his head. (laughs) I'm singing what I'm doing while on the stage. That's how this works. The CEO and the scientists kick the door into the room. and they guns are blazing. <laughs> and they start. <laughs> All the teenagers hit the floor. They've been trained for this yeah. many times. They know exactly what to do. Yeah. And Hexis gets shot. Freaks out and ah! turns into ah! rage mode. And Mickey, no, no, don't hurt him. He doesn't know what he's doing. And the the slime hits the, the principal and kills him. Ugh. Now that Hex is... Oh, no, it's poison slime because he's angry. He's, well, he's anxious. He doesn't. He can't control himself. That's right. He's just... He's, he's scared. He's angry. He's mm-hmm. Everything's happening at once. And so the principal dies and uh, the scientists and the CEO say, See? He's a monster. He's a monster. You never should have nominated him for prom. <laughs> That's right. We're we're here to stop him and save the world. And by shooting bullets in him, I don't. Know. What? How do you defeat oil? Oh, a flamethrower. Okay. And then it will light on fire and explode. Yes. And die. Yes. So the scientist pulls out a flamethrower and starts flamethrowing over the prom. Yeah. And everyone screams and is running. Mm-hmm. And and. Hexus breathes, and he remembers the butterfly. That's right. And he grabs all of the the children, <gasps> and he manages to pull them out it's of so beautiful. out of the the prom, and he places them on the street outside mm-hmm. as the the gym has caught fire oh, no. and is burning to the ground. Now the slime is catching fire too. And Mickey says, "Hexus, no, say." 
What are you doing? Save I, yourself! I can't. I... I used all my... energy. Mickey! No! No one has ever made me feel the way that you... have. Hexes, I... I think I love you. And a single tear rolls down her cheek. It drops onto him and... I love you, too. And... Um, And as you... What have we done? My God. The building has caught fire and Hexus burns up in the flames. Mm -hmm. And just this giant uh, cloud of of very... Toxic smoke. Toxic smoke. So dangerous. Enters into the atmosphere. Uh And the scientist muses, well... Well, who was the real slime monster? <laughs> <laughs> was it was it us? Were we the slime monster all along? Twas beauty that killed the beast and the flamethrowers. And yeah, the beautiful flamethrowers. Oh my God, these are what such so the pretty. Sponsored by Ford. Ford brand flamethrowers. Enter offer code FFWR. <laughs> For fifty for seventy percent off off of your next Ford Maserati. <laughs> yeah, that's the same company, right? Yeah, I, think so. I don't know. I'm a I'm a big time CEO car company man. I know what these things are. And so weeks go by, and then Miki finds a little yellow VW in a scrap heap, and she falls in love with that car. And it turns out it was a prequel to Bumblebee. Wow, the whole time. She's just horny for... She's so horny for cars. For alive cars. Yeah. She's uh, a carophile. Carophile. And then up in the clouds... The plume of... The toxic the plume, plume of, of smoke, smoke that's just constantly above this town now. Looks upon Mickey in a single tear. It's like... And comes down as acid rain. She's happy. Yeah. And acid, acid rain. rain falls. And everyone and screams she, and... and But Mickey just... Stands in the rain and enjoys it. Yeah. Oh, it's so refreshing. So beautiful. Even as it burns through her clothing. Yeah, it burns through her clothing, but it doesn't hurt her That's because right. of true love. Oh. But everyone else, it's burning. Oh, yes, it's, it's very dangerous. He doesn't love them as much as Mm-mm. he is able to control himself around a naked. Mickey. Mickey, yes. yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. The end. The end. Would you like to do some sandwich criticism? I would. What's one thing we liked about the story? Um, some good love. Yeah. Sexy love scenes. Sexy. I love oh. a sexy love scene. We haven't oh, had right. that many sexy love scenes. We've had, yeah. we've had, I mean, Jerry and, and. Jerry and Jordan, Jordy LaForge. Jordy LaForge. And we had, um, uh, Of course, we had Howl's the erotic, Castle. yes, the erotic yes. story with. Howell and, uh. Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> or just Grumman. Wallace, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we haven't. I, surprisingly chaste fan fiction, yeah, I suppose. Where our fan fiction has been more pure. Not that, that sexy fan fiction isn't pure, but mm-hmm, you, know, mm-hmm. you know. We haven't been chasing the, the desire to diddle yourself, necessarily. Yeah, maybe. Next time, a lot of diddling. A lot oh, of diddling. Boy. Next time, we'll, we'll do a diddle cast. Oh, yes. What's one thing we didn't like? Oh, um, sometimes we lost our way. Yeah. I feel like I'm trying to think. The I think we we spent a little too long with the CEO and the scientist, and <laughs> yeah. we should have got uh, to yeah. Hexus sooner. Into the, yep. And what's one last thing we liked? Um, I like this format of just moving straight ahead, mm-hmm. keeping going, and not getting bogged down in the details. Yes, 
attempting to mm-hmm. not get bogged down in the details is very important. Yeah, very and good. telling the story through dialogue, yes. through improv, seems yes. to work a work a bit better. Mm-hmm. The comedy just seems to. Work yeah, better. I agree. I mean, the romance. It's yes. obviously the the we're chemistry. This seriously, yeah. The <laughs> the electricity. Oh yeah. If you'd like to suggest characters for us, submit them to ffwrshow at gmail.com. Uh, let's do, when I, when I got Hexus, I was asking for characters that scared you as a kid. Let's do that again. What is a character that was terrifying to you as a kid? Um, let's see if I can think of one off the top of my head. Hexus is a really good example. Hexus is great, yeah. Because Hexus was really scary. Oh, how about in We're Back, A Dinosaur Story... The the bad guy, Ooh, Doctor Screw Eye, that yeah. gets eaten by the, the crows. Evil circus, the whole yeah. evil circus. Yeah, the whole itself. evil circus was terrifying yeah. when they all become like real dinosaurs. Real scary, so scary. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would submit like Doctor Screw Eye or maybe some of the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scary Disney villains. The the mm-hmm. dragon version of Maleficent. Yes, yeah. As a young kid, one. anyways. Yeah, pretty scary. Yeah, that was scary. The hunter and Bambi, the mm-hmm. boy. So you never see him. Yeah. Just your imagination. And that's very scary. The scariest thing of all. Mm-hmm. The unknown. The unknown. Special thanks to the band known as the Bad Noise Seawater Bliss. Produced their song theme from Teen Wolf 2 as our intro and outro. And remember, when in doubt, just AU that garbage. <laughs> <laughs>